Friends, and welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast. Oh my god. So I'm loud. Casey. That was horrible. That's Ian and Davis. And it's, <laughs> it's been a while. So it's much has happened. It's already off to a horrible start, too. <laughs> we could, you want to reintroduce? You can, no. You can no, reopen no, the I, thing. I want people to hear how shitty that was. I feel like you just kind of like to complain and not offer solutions most of the time, so... <clears throat> No, it sounds like you have a microphone and then you wrapped it in wax paper and just screamed into it. Yeah. Like you screamed through a kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> the other night I called my dad and I was trying to ask him some questions for something I was working on. And he, I just all I could hear was like... I'm like, what are you doing? It's, it sounds disgusting. And he's like, well, I'm eating sunflower seeds. They're like, well, spit them out while I'm talking to you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> eating sunflower uh, seeds, caramel, and uh, peanut butter all at the same time. It's <laughs> like the worst you thing you at the movies, and all of a sudden there's a really quiet part, and you can just hear everybody behind you eating popcorn like... <laughs> Block that shit up. How long until until uh, Darren sells that ACR and gets that new vet? I don't know. That new vet's nice. Oh, yeah, man. That thing is super pretty. 755 uh, horsepower. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, Chubbs, did you watch that um, up to speed on the Viper? Uh. No, not on the Viper. I watched the Mustang one. It was hilarious. Oh, man. Viper one's super good. And I watched that before we uh, before we met up in Vegas and hung out with your pops. And in it, they talk about all the times that they stopped making the Viper. And then they're like, a year later, ha, it's back. And they're <laughs> like, oh, just kidding. We're, we're not doing this anymore. It's, it's almost it's as back. if uh, Chrysler operates without much of a plan. Yeah, but, like, when, when your pops was talking about it, I was like, dude, they're going to bring... Never mind, man. Good good, good call. <laughs> Way to pick that up. It's the last one. <laughs> You're never going to lose money on it. Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> the last one ever. Yep. Is it red? Oh, uh, boy. I can't remember now. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's like car? orange. Or it's like silver or something like that. Okay, so the last one that they ever pushed off the assembly line was red. Orange or silver? Well, I think it's like multiple colors. I think it's like a, a gunmetal color, but then it has like red stripes or something, and then like carbon fiber. Yeah, so it's not the last one. Also black. No, just, I don't think he's contending that it's the last one ever made. It's just like, hey, they're not making these anymore, and I have one. Okay, I was I just think. making sure I got that terminology correct because if if someone sold him that on the pretense that it was the last one ever, that is grossly inaccurate. <laughs> Did you get that uh, Land Cruiser I just sent you? That thing's no. sweet. It's beautiful. It's in one of our dealerships here in Wichita, and it's got an LS motor in it. 
making it a somewhat viable so, mode of transportation. It's it's silver with a big black stripe down the middle and a small stripe next to the black stripe. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. it. Looking at it right now. So since we were last, uh, since we last recorded, we all met yeah. up in Las Vegas and went to the SEMA show. It was awesome. Yeah, we had a we great did. time. It was a, so much fun. <laughs> Except for one night. Yeah, yeah, that one was night super was fun. Too much until uh, ended with uh, ended on a bad note for you. <laughs> Chubb's got the Long Island flu. And, yeah. uh, oh my God. <laughs> took him out for the night. <laughs> that was the first and last we time. We were killing it. We were we were killing it on craps. Yeah, we awesome. did. We did good that one time. <laughs> and we broke even the next time, or I think we were a little bit up both times. Yeah. In a bunch, and then the second night, just back to our Las Vegas is awesome. A, it is awesome. B, Ian, I think you're in an area that's not so reception friendly. Yeah, you're getting real choppy a lot. You're still choppy, so whatever (laughs) argument you're making, just shut up. Good point, but... Is that better? Is that better? That's better, yeah. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> My phone's been super weird. Like, uh, I just kind of suck. Yeah, so uh-huh. Ian will be periodically uh, yeah. joining us throughout the episode. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we we had a lot of fun. It was a blast. It was a lot of fun. It makes me sad that we don't live close together anymore. I concur. I concur. It it also makes me uh, disappointed that we don't live in, like, uh, a funner area. So, which I don't don't think we took advantage of Michigan when we were all here. No, that's definitely true. And and the times that we did, you know, we weren't we weren't doing this, you know, so yeah, we started this what like after I left, right? It was yeah, like a year or so after I left. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, major milestone in our careers, uh, I think we're about to roll over five thousand plays. Oh, <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> Not, not bad, and we've been doing it for a year and a half. Two years? Have we been doing it for two years? Uh, yeah, about two years now. I I would have been, um, I would have believed you if you said, hey, we just rolled over like 175 plays, because <laughs> we have like what, uh, 170 episodes? <laughs> <laughs> We like we 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 five thousand plays. We got like a thousand plays out of that one episode with Yelena and April. Mm. So that's our our average is slightly skewed. Our average is <laughs> is if if we if we didn't factor that in, our average is seven. 
per yeah. episode. And we seven can, plays. We can probably uh, count the seven people. We probably know these seven people. Yeah. There's no one that listens to us that like we don't like know on a first name basis. We've been getting like consistently like 25 plays or so an episode, except we had one like a few episodes back that got like 80 some, and I think it was specifically because I put the word pedotard in the art in the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume. Maybe maybe uh, President Falk just put it on like the uh, the town's like website. <laughs> <laughs> it just plays on a loop all throughout yeah. Carsonville. <laughs> Carsonville proper. <laughs> Carsonville proper, right? <clears throat> so uh, yeah, we did do Vegas. Let's uh, let's go around the table. Chubbs, what was your favorite part of Vegas? I mean, you've been there more than both of us, definitely combined, but uh, what was your takeaway this trip? Huh. Well, SEMA was pretty cool. I didn't actually ever walk around SEMA because every day by the time I was done with my shift, I was like, okay, I've had enough people. I think I'm ready to get out of here. Right. So I didn't really make much of an attempt to see all of SEMA. I will say that... My two favorite vehicles were the Icon Ford truck. Mm-hmm. That thing was amazing. That's probably, if I had to pick one to have, that would be the one. I love I'm that glad truck. you picked that because I would not pick that, so you can have that turd. You're going to take the Bronco? Uh, either the Bronco or that C50. Oh, yeah, the C50 is sweet. There's a giant C50 there. It was awesome. And then a Bronco that was like, probably had to be like one of the most well put together like old cars I've ever seen like the, the that work was, was my fantastic. favorite it, it was a beautiful resto mod top to bottom like there was not one bolt that was not like accounted for wasn't thought out I mean that was one of the most amazing uh, pieces of machinery I've ever seen and the Icon Amazing. truck was probably, like, similar quality. It just wasn't quite as pretty. And we, you never saw under the hood of the Icon truck either. I wonder if that's because they didn't have time to finish everything or something. I also didn't like the fact that they they replaced the Ford grill with an Icon grill. Well, that's kind of their signature thing, though. They do that with all the... They, like, debadge them. That's cool. I don't care. Uh, I I I I like Ford as a Ford, not as an icon. I'm sure if you're buying it, yeah. you could have whichever one you wanted. I bet you they'd put it in. They better <laughs> for a nominal fee. Yeah. <laughs> you you want the old shit back in? That'll cost extra. Why? It's the old shit. Shut up. It is kind oh, okay. of a. It is kind of a pompous move. Because they didn't build the car. Well, no, but like, you know, and it's like those well, Singer Porsches. Like, that's a Singer. Nobody cares. That's true. It's like uh, the fact that it's a Porsche is very secondary to the fact that it's a Singer. And I think Icon is probably similar level with Singer on stuff. This shit is amazing. 
icon stuff. It's awesome. It is nice. I, I honestly never really paid attention to them until I saw that truck, which, you know, I'm, I'm poo-pooing the grill because it said icon and not Ford, but it was a beautiful truck. They did a great job. There just wasn't a whole lot that was like, uh, I, I don't know, at least at least from my perspective, it looks like they put some fancy fucking wheels on it, cleaned it up, maybe gave it a different paint scheme, but it doesn't look like it was like a, a full, well-rounded, thought-out process like well, that Bronco. Is it, I think is it's it, aren't because they like we didn't a... get to see it as closely as the Bronco. Like, the interior was really nice and clean. You know, there was yeah. all that custom trim work and stuff that they did for it. And they put a, a modern diesel in it, you know, which is tough to do with all the emissions devices and stuff. I mean, it yeah, is impressive. Say, it aren't, just... they, aren't they, like, making – don't they uh, basically modernize it so you can drive it every day? Yeah, pretty much. That's Versus the whole trying to drive mod thing. old carbureted motor. It's not going to start in the wintertime. <laughs> Whatever that truck <laughs> came with it at, at the, in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. A 300 cubic, cubic inch single cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> the old 65 horsepower. Yeah. yeah. Blub, blub, blub. <laughs> <laughs> you could like stick your hand in like the piston chamber in between like the compressions. Didn't give me this time. <laughs> no, I think that was the coolest part of seeing. I mean the the I don't know. It's like it's like hanging out with people is what makes Vegas fun cuz if you're there by yourself it would be just super lame. It wouldn't be fun at all. Like the last night I was there pretty much by myself the whole time. And it was boring. Yeah. Uh, you just Vegas. lost money. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I was but do- did oh, you, dude. Did I was... you lose your lunch though? No. Then you came but out ahead. I was I was doing really good. I was trying to kind of like figure out my own system, and it worked really good until they rolled four sevens and five rolls. Because uh, so, they roll a seven, you're like, oh, well, there we got that out of the way. And then, so you put out your bets again and then roll another one, like, oh, come on. And so <laughs> put out some more bets, like, well, that was two in a row. We're good for a while. Oh, one roll. Oh, oh no. Was it the, was all my money was it the machine? Was it the machine at the Westgate? Yeah. Yeah, that one rolls. Dude, same thing happened to me, remember? It's just all sevens in that machine. Yeah, that thing, the sevens that seven are hot on And you'll win a ton of money. <laughs> they don't have enough competition there. My favorite is a toss-up. My favorite is either, I mean, I love SEMA and everything, but my favorite is either the night that we all got super drunk and we were being absolutely rowdy and screaming. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> or or the fact that Casey can't walk even halfway through a hotel door without somehow just removing his pants instantly. <laughs> Wait. Let's let's clarify his own health hotel door. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't that it was like only ours. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's not a Weinstein. 
That's the look. <laughs> That's I yeah. We're officially there, friends. We're just yep. I'm comfortable Casey, without like, pants. Like like half a foot in the door, underwear time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotta let those ham hocks breathe, man. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. Otherwise, they're gonna get all waterlogged and start wrinkling up funny. <laughs> oh, it was, it was good. Even the even the first the first night that we walked around, we were just walking around drinking and going to different casinos and bars and stuff. That was fun. Ate some Every bit of it was killer awesome. Pizza. Yeah, that was it good. Was, it was a good time. It was very. It fun. was. I, I really the weirdest. I really do think we should make that uh, an annual yearly trip. Dude, that has to be an annual trip. Or at least, I I think it should be there because that place is, that place is Vegas, you know? (laughs) It's really, it's really hard to combat, like, the amount of, like, uh, uh, I don't know. The amount of information you're getting through your fucking pupils. Because there's so much shit. There's so many lights. There's so many sounds. It's just so much shit going on. I mean, you can stand still and it's just fucking chaotic around you. Yeah, there's there's not a dull moment. People are asking you to Google pills that they're going to buy from somebody else. Yeah. That was a weird deal. That was weird. those yeah, people. Was. They were already stoned out of their minds, and then what? It, can you Google these pills? We're we're trying to decide if we want to buy them or not. Like you don't even, you don't know what they are. Like don't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Do they smell like mint? They're probably Tic Tacs, asshole. I'll tell Why you don't what. Why don't you sit down? <laughs> save myself a little typing and just tell you, don't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not only your pill coach. I'm your life coach now fucking stop there, yeah there's some there's some weirdos there yeah we got we got to do that every year so keep inviting us to sema okay yeah <laughs> as long as i get to go you can go but well, that, yeah that was going. fun um so then i got home from that and then worked that week and then last weekend we were at Kansas City Comic Con all weekend with like a big group of our friends and stuff which was a blast. Oh, yeah. It's Comic Con's like a trade show. It's like the being there at the event while like they're working and stuff is not the funnest cuz it's a lot of just kind of like you're just kind of waiting around and making small talk and stuff like that. But then, uh, like, hanging out afterwards and stuff's a blast. <laughs> there was, like, there's just a lot of weird things. <laughs> you know, like, I, I bet. I bet. I'm not going to contest that one one bit. Um, so, did, uh, did, like, April have her own, like, booth? Yeah. She was, like, okay. a guest of the convention. So. so there's a lot of people that go there that we're just there to see her, right? I mean, I think that's the theory behind it. Well, I don't I mean, know that there's really that many. Okay. There's, yeah, like, a I, lot I of people, like, recognize her, but I don't think they're, like, there to see, like, the cosplay guests. Okay. 
But I just wondered because when when you started talking about all this, I wondered like how many people didn't realize who you were. So I think that would be kind of amusing. Me as in her husband? Yeah. Yeah. There's like uh, oh, I don't dude. know. It's definitely Check not fucking tits. <laughs> Do you yeah. hide it? Do you hide it like a true cock? No, I'm, I'm like sitting in the booth with her. It's not yeah. like like a very you got um, a thumb in, just making sure. The, the crowd is not like the type to come up and and hit on on girls and stuff like that the whole time. No, no, definitely not. And most just... of them are super nice. And then there's just like a couple that are like, "Whoa, what's what's that guy's deal?" There was there's this one girl that. April like shared some of her stuff. She was like kind of cir- getting circulated a while back because She's already somebody getting like, sexy. Go on. Well, she was she was getting bullied because <laughs> she was she had cosplayed this character and like all these random people had like made fun of her weight and all that stuff. You know, just being rude. And so April like followed her on Instagram, and uh, she started messaging her, and. Turns out she's a little odd. She was messaging her a lot, like being like, Hey, can you share my pictures? Can you share this picture? Can you do this? Can you do that? I really just want to get noticed so that I can be a like a cosplay guest at conventions and stuff. It was like, Well, it's not really how it works and I can't really just, you know, like hawk your stuff on my page and all this stuff and then she's she was coming to this convention, so she was messaging her a bunch in advance and being like Oh, we should totally hang out. I want. I can't wait to hang out with you. Blah 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 blah. Like, oh no. And then she messaged her a couple days before and was like, "Hey, do you think you could bring me a gift?" <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's a you, thing that people can say. Can you? Can I'm going like... to start telling that to everybody <laughs> oh, I ever meet. Like, seriously, hey, Ian. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop by in a few minutes. Can you? Uh, can you have a gift? Waiting for me? Yeah. Can you run out and grab me a gift? Right. Yeah. She's like, can you get me a gift? Because I have something that I want to give you, and I thought it would be fun if we both did. Like, oh, okay. So she gave her like a like a nice figurine of one of the characters that she cosplays, which I mean it was nice. But this girl was kind of strange, and she comes over to the booth and she's like, Hey, can I she had this big box of stuff with her. And she's Gives like her lack of hair. Can I put my stuff behind your table? Which is something that a lot of people ask for some reason. And you have to just be like, no, I can't do that. Because then I'm liable for your stuff, you know? Right. Plus, it's like stuff in your way behind your booth and everything. Saber's like, no, I'm sorry. We can't do that. And she's like, uh, okay. So the next day, we get to the convention on Saturday. And this girl had commandeered herself a booth like there was an empty couple of chairs at the end of one of the rows of tables and you know where the all the exhibitors and stuff are so she she comes in early with a handmade sign puts it up you know she called herself something something cosplay and then she had all these prints you know it's common for girls to sell prints you know like pictures of themselves in costume and stuff at those things she had like a whole like array of 
different prints and they were all like printed at Walgreens and they were all cell phone pictures of herself. <laughs> and some of them like, like, I said, she had, like is... 12 DPI. Right. That's exactly <laughs> right. And she was, you know, like I said, she's kind of a bigger girl and she had like a bunch of prints of or a few prints of her in her underwear, like, like uh, sexting material or something. And she just, like, set up shop. Like, you know, people pay for that booth space and stuff like that. And she just kind of, like, invited herself in. And she goes, oh, the convention messaged me last minute last night and asked if I would be a guest for them. Like, yeah, okay. So, anyways, she, like, she was at her booth some of the time. She was running around and everything. Well, all of a sudden, we look over there one day, and there's three cops there. And... This girl's like crying and stuff like that. And they apparently confronted her because she's only 16 and she's selling pictures of herself in her underwear. Oh my God. At the Ooh, damn. That the convention did not give her. Ooh, damn. Oh, really? She just set up her own table? Uh, yeah. I mean, there was an extra table on the, the end of the row of booths and she just set up. There. Entrepreneur. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to manifest the reality that you that you want, you know. It's vision board and opportunities, right? So it's it ambition. was weird. And then she didn't take down her stuff afterwards, which I think they want. They told her to do. So it was just a really strange deal. And then on hmm. top of that, there's this other girl who was a cosplay guest. That's like a very well known streamer. And she's, like, kind of a very uh, controversial person in that community because people just don't like her. They think she's, like, really snobby and, and kind of a jerk. And she's, like, very uh, clickbaity and stuff like that. But uh, this girl was streaming on Twitch the entire time at the convention. But she got into some hot water because she was, like roasting people at the convention without their knowledge like she's literally like walking around with the camera and like zooming in on people and like making fun of them and stuff like that it sounds kind of funny this is not a very not a very nice person okay and it's like well, well i mean that is you know like if you're a comedian or something like that then that's like part of your your thing, you know, or Part if you ask somebody to come on your thing, like, hey, let's, let's, you want to come on here and we'll roast each other or something like that, like, that's one thing. But to just to be like walking around, zooming in on unsuspecting people and like ripping them apart in front of a big audience of people <laughs> is distasteful, you know? Yeah. If anything, do it with your two best friends in a different city and don't record it. <laughs> yeah, like not on a public forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try Vegas, for instance. Oh, my God. There's so many people to make fun of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that was pretty interesting. There was just like a, like a lot of weird like drama and stuff. And, and this chick had two guys following her around the entire convention. They just were, like, attached to her hip. And there was... Oh, yeah, it was three. Two of them were obviously, like, a couple cards short of a deck. 
It okay. was it is just a very strange dynamic. I don't know. That, it was just really that, weird. Like I I'll be honest, I have no interest in that stuff, but that environment sounds very entertaining. Like it'd be like worth checking out just to be like, I can't believe I just saw that. <laughs> it it is it, yeah, it is. <laughs> kind of uh, like at the at the same time uh, that we were at SEMA, there were like some adult uh, video award ceremony thing going on, and I think like Florida or something like that. And there's all this footage from people who are meeting like these porn stars. Because I follow these people on Snapchat because it's a fucking life you wouldn't believe. But at any rate, see, like watching the footage from like these kind of trade show type things, just like SEMA, just like what you were just talking about, the Comic-Con thing. Like, people go to meet these people or check out something that's in the industry, whatever it may be. And there's just, like, this line of the most, uh, like, stereotypical mom's basement, overweight, glasses, balding, uh, fucking wrist protector because you play World of Warcraft too much. Like, people lined up to meet, like, this 90-pound porn star. Like, uh, yeah, she's she's totally gonna like me because I brought her uh, a a can of soda that she likes, <laughs> and it's it's just super bizarre. Like, wow, man, you're getting this way wrong. I it's you're, it's got to be weirder than Comic Con. That the the porn thing. Yeah. Oh, I I 100% guarantee it because uh, I. I, I just can't imagine how it wouldn't be. Like, the people that you see, like, in those types of scenarios are, like, people that think that because of what they do that they're, like, open for business all the time, regardless of who you are. Yeah, like, that's that's just, they're just, they've got somebody following around just videotaping them, engaging in, like, strictly voluntary interactions or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it, that was that was kind of uh, weird to see, like upon the heels of like all this uh, SEMA interaction, and and this happened all around the same time that you were talking about and, and sharing all these uh, Comic Con events. Like all of this stuff is streaming through uh, through Snapchat. I was like, man. So many people need to get out more. <laughs> they really need to really just read a book or something. I don't. I don't even know how to help them. They just need to not do what they're doing. Yeah, I gotta imagine that crowd is very strange. <laughs> yeah, but that segues perfectly. Chubbs, uh, it sounds like you're gonna say something, so I'll, I'll let you say it if you're going to. I was going in a whole different direction. So t- oh, I'm staying in the same goddamn direction, so you want to hold on to your butts for this one. Okie dokie. Okay, 
Are you guys familiar with uh, Christy Mack? Chubbs, you can go ahead and say no because, you know, you're a good good boy. I know who she is. Exactly. She got so, beat up by that dude. Exactly. What was his name? War Machine? Mich- War Machine, yeah. What? MMA yeah. Fighter. Oh. So, She's uh, like a, a porn person? Yeah. A couple of years ago, um, I listened to Free Beer and Hot Wings every morning. It's a syndicated radio show based out of Grand Rapids, but played kind of all over. I don't know. I'd say about like the eastern 50% of the U.S. Regardless, a couple of years ago, they started talking about this story, about this porn star that got beat up. And they had a link to it on um, on their page. So I read up about it. And A, Christy Mack is unbelievably hot. But uh, B, she unbelievably got the shit kicked out of her yeah, by her at that brutal boyfriend like he left her alone because he thought she was already dead that's how bad it was whoa and then i'm i don't i don't want to uh dispel rumors or or anything like that but i i don't recall them ever catching him because he he bounced as soon as she escaped ran to the neighbor's house bloody and naked like let me the fuck in let me the fuck in you know trying to get help stuff like that wow like a horror movie absolutely 100 percent um but yeah that happened to her so like indirectly through like i started following her on twitter which was like a long ass time ago and i used twitter maybe like twice a year so I don't really pay attention to her anymore. But uh, listening to Free Beer and Hot Wings, she's actually going to be in Kalamazoo this weekend. Like, oh, damn. Pornicon or something? No, just going to Deja Vu. No. She's, I mean, you know, she's back doing the rounds. She's good. Huh. She's healthy now, I guess. I don't know. Man. There was a, uh, a porn star at that Comic-Con. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. End of story. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> How big was he? He was a she. <laughs> oh, Buck Angel. I didn't actually. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't actually meet her. She didn't come down our way or anything. But I don't know. It was just kind of a weird place to see a porn person. Yeah, well, I don't know. It, it was just, it's weird uh, because I, honestly, like, I haven't I haven't paid attention to Christy Mack at all in, in years, but that story itself was very captivating just because she went through the whole details of everything that happened. Ugh, and that then, sounds horrible. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's pictures from, like, the night of, and holy shit, I would have thought she was dead. Jeez. Like he cut off her hair with like a knife and then stabbed her. Like holy fuck, dude. Oh, so he actually stabbed her and stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. Like he was the epitome of a piece of shit that had arms and legs. Like he was he was just a giant piece of shit. 
So, I don't know. That was just weird. So There's this a porn star coming around. This isn't an entirely different direction. Uh, I know a murderer. Yeah? Yeah. A guy... Okay, so... There's a guy who used to, he was related to one of the BG distributors that sold out, right? By the time that I got up to work in that territory, he was no longer working for him. He was at a dealership, but I met this guy there. They're like, "Oh, hey, this is this guy's name is Travis. You know, he used to work for us. Now he's a service advisor." And he was just kind of he just kind of seemed like a like a con man kind of that's the kind of vibe he had just kind of sketchy and like a you know the way he talked and stuff he seemed like a liar okay and so i was like oh okay whatever so you know then um this summer he popped up in wichita and i actually did some training with him at one of the stores in town he was right in service there he's telling me about how like yeah, man, I'm getting my life together and, you know, got kind of crazy there for a while, like moved here so I could be close to my daughter and my girlfriend lives here and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool I story like, I don't care about. Great. So now I got to deal with this guy, you know, because I, I mean, he just, he just like reeks of like, you know, like, oh, this guy's lying to you. He's manipulative, you know, is what, what it seemed like. Sounds so, like an off singer. Go on. So Monday night, he murdered his girlfriend. What? Yeah. Blunt force trauma. Holy smokes. Yeah. And actually, um, one of his relatives works for me. He's, he's, he's a <laughs> Used super. Used to work for me. <laughs> no, he's a super nice guy. He's about as nice a guy as there is. I mean, and he does a really good job for us and stuff. But I was just like, like I, I had heard that I didn't put two and two together that the two were related. And I had heard that, you know, one of his relatives had got into some hot water and that he had, you know, then I later found out that he had murdered his girlfriend but then today we were talking, I was talking to another dude and he's like, isn't that crazy about so-and-so? And I'm like, wait, who? He's like, this dude that, that used to work here. I'm like, oh my word, that's him. Oh my gosh. That's, I just, it kind of blew my mind. It was like, wow, I can't believe I know somebody that did something like that. That's a, uh, did you get a boner? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh. I bet it's just what I thought. <laughs> I just kind of figured that would happen naturally for you. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> no, it just oh, freaked I, me out. I, I was can't like, even. Wow. I can't even combat that. I. <laughs> I can't follow up with that material. Jesus. It's too close to home. It was just very strange. That's super, super messed up. It is. Yeah. It is. Anybody have a motive? I mean, yeah, motive? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to guess anger. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> it sounds, so like, it sounds like she was like a really sweet lady, too. Like, she worked for... 
she worked at some center. She worked with like uh, victims of abuse and stuff like that. Oh, from Jesus. what I read in the paper, I mean, just sounded like a, a really decent person that must have just gotten too close to a really crappy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty safe statement. Yep. Uh, well, and on thanks, another folks. Uh, note, that's uh, that's our next. <laughs> You'll talk to you in a couple weeks. This has been three on the tree. Casey with a nice buzzkill. Oh, I just, everybody, hey, keep keep Charles Manson in your thoughts and prayers right now. He's, <laughs> he's almost dead. I delivered a truckload of thoughts and prayers earlier for you. <laughs> I saw that, and I did a truckload. It. <laughs> <laughs> send, send positive vibes, too, also. Though. Yeah, yes. Yes, because those help. I do think it's weird, like, because he's been popping up in the news periodically over the past couple of years because his health sucks, you know. They (laughs) they label, they always call him uh, mass murderer Charles Manson. And he didn't actually, like, murder anybody. Yeah. He's just a smooth talker, like a salesman, like he's selling you snake oil or something. (laughs) Right. Well, hey, wait a minute. Let's uh, let's while we're talking about big media, let's uh, cover the next subject. Uh, Al Franken just went down today. I saw that in Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. Oh no no no, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Dude, if if no one expected that out of Sly Stallone, then they're fucking idiots. It's like one person has accused him so far, so I guess we'll see what happens. Well, uh, who, Al Franken? No, no, <clears throat> uh, Sly. Uh, I was going to say, there's pictures. Yeah, well, yeah, the Al what Franken was one, the deal with that? I, I don't uh, know. I don't it, know. It, just, it doesn't, that one doesn't ring well with me. I mean, Al Franken is Al Franken. He started out a comedian and then he got into politics and I think he's actually been doing a decent job. Um, and then it, it was a, what, like a USO tour back in Oh six where this all took place. I have no idea. I really don't know anything about him. Well, it, at least you, you, you never, you never, well, yeah, you were probably too young to watch uh Stuart Smalley. Because he started out on, is. yeah, he started out on uh, on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Um, as like this, well, his his claim to fame was like this motivational self help speaker. I'm good enough. I'm strong enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Type of thing. But I mean, that's always kind of been his his persona he's always been as as much as that was a character on Saturday Night Live it was also like how you saw Al Franken so a that part's weird b the fact that like he was cheesing it up for a camera I saw like one picture from it and he was like 
there was somebody like passed out in a chair or something like that. Yeah, it was it was the girl that uh, that that made the the harassment claims. That's who that's who is in that picture. But I mean, it it just seems weird that like he was hamming it up. Someone took the picture. I don't know. It just seems. Uh, it doesn't seem as valid as some of the other ones that are that are popping out right now, like Spacey. Like that. That seems like legitimate, creepy fucking dude. Whereas Al Franken's seems more like, hey, this was a joke, and now you want to make money, type of thing. But, you know, that's that's my perspective from a million miles away. It just doesn't doesn't seem to fit the character from what I know of him. Yeah. Which is uh, I think little to none. Safe to say you really yeah, it's hard. He's a politician, so you know, you don't you don't take oh. that road by being an awesome person. Yeah, politicians oh, only grope young boys. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> just uh that's just organized religion. Just get it, get it straight. <laughs> no, it, it is strange. Either sex. Thank you very much. I don't know. It's it's weird. I I need to read uh, the story. Apparently, well, well, apparently, uh, it goes further than just like the fake grab in the titties picture thing. Because didn't he say something? Well, she she said that they were doing some like let's say skit because i think that's what it was like a little skit or something and uh he wanted to uh kiss her in it and she didn't want to do it but he talked her into it and he stuck his tongue down her throat or some shit huh so it it wasn't just the picture it was also some other stuff yeah I, I, i don't i don't claim to know everything about everything but I don't know. Uh, that that uh, one just seems weird to me. Surprising. Every every other one that's come up, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey, all, all the other people, Sly, Arnold, when that happened with his, uh, what was it, his maid, babysitter, who who was she? I don't remember. At any rate, I don't know. I didn't. I just saw that on Instagram, but I didn't see any details. <clears throat> any rate, like I, I find a lot of those to be pretty, pretty like, uh, yeah, I can see that. But the, uh, the Al Franken one is, I don't know, man, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Huh. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird climate right now for that kind of stuff. It is. And I feel, it is. I feel like, you know, like the Weinstein thing, he's got like 40 accusers, and they're publicly doing it, you know? Yeah. Some of yeah, the other ones, he's... like the Sylvester Stallone one, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be super surprised if something like that were true. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's going to be an... There's going to be an accusation like, oh yeah, back in the 80s, we were all fucking coked out, and, uh, he fucking uh, pulled his penis out and we screwed. 
Well, yeah, it was the 80s, and you were coked out, and it's sliced alone, and it's the 80s, and you were coked out. So, okay, backpedal on that one. Right. The, the girl that accused him is, was 16 at the time. Ew. And she said that he he basically, like, forced himself on her. Then he made her, like, have sex with his security guard and then told her that <laughs> they were both married and if she ever told anybody about that, that he'd beat her head in. Wow. What, when, when was this? When did this take place? While he was shooting uh, over the top at the Las Vegas Hilton, which I think... Is now the Westgate. Okay, but oh, how how job. long ago was that? <laughs> in the in the eighties. Okay. So he would have been like, like forty. This was like yeah. eighty seven or eighty six, I think it said. So about thirty years ago. I can't remember anything that happened three minutes ago, let alone three hours. Well, three days, three weeks, three months, three super years. Traumatic. Yeah, yeah. It just so happens that the most opportune time to bring this up is when everyone else is being thrown under their collective buses too. I'm sorry, but I do not. I do not care for that one. It is strange. I, I don't. That's the thing. Is like. Like I was starting to say, like the Weinstein thing, you know, there's like 40 public accusers that are that are roasting him. It is without a doubt true. Yeah, there's no conspiracy like there, you know. Yeah. But it's hard, like, you can't say that it's not true because there's only one. That would be ridiculous. Right. But it's also hard to to immediately, you know, assume that he's guilty because one person you know, through an accusation out. It's like, you you kind of have to just wait and see what happens because I, I think jumping on either bandwagon is pretty premature. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. I think, wait, instead of just uh, picking a side, just wait. Maybe they are pieces of shit. Maybe they're not. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of my my standpoint on um, on media in general because I know we've covered this yeah. so many times ad nauseum. Yeah, I mean, between like these types of events or you know these like uh, racial fueled events, stuff like that, you never hear every side of the story until it's you know, publishing a book 10 years later and someone's been rotting in a prison. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, someone's been totally destroyed. Yeah. You know, someone's life is destroyed because someone, you know, took something wrong or wanted to make a quick buck or wanted to set an example or something like that. So, yeah, the, the standpoint of mm, chill out, let's see what actually happens, I think is very wise. The Louis C.K. one was disappointing. Ah, that's another one. Yep. It's, it's weird. Apparently it wasn't just the one time in the hotel. No, I mean, it, no. Like, isn't there like four women the that... Too. There's like four women that have come forward about him, isn't there? There's, There's been like 
cases of people saying, yes, this happened to me. And then there's also been cases of people saying, yes, I've heard about this happen. Okay. Not that it necessarily happened to them, <clears throat> but they may have heard of it happening to somebody else. And then, you know, like with the, with the fucking elephant game or the telephone game, as some people call it, you know, by the time it gets to that person that's spouting off to the media, how many details are, are incorrect at that point? And if it was, again, not that this makes the situation good, if it was one person and they told it to somebody and that, that filtered through to, you know, six other people, by the time that sixth person is, is recollecting the story, there's probably some markers that are close to the initial one. But, you know, maybe some of the details makes it sound like it's actually a different event as opposed to the same one. Right. It's So that's kind of shitty, too. On, uh, no, it's shitty on both sides. Bill Burr weighed in on, on it on his podcast, the last episode that he put up. And, you know, he's he's pretty good friends with him. And he's also friends with some of the women that, you know, came forward about him. And... Yeah. Like, I don't know. His, his take on it was like, yeah, it's a really terrible thing that he did. Like, it's terrible. It was manipulative. You know, and like, just like he said in his apology, like, you know, he had to some degree like power over those women because he's a powerful person in that in that entertainment industry. You know, like they they want his approval. They want his, you know, support. Right. You know, yeah. so like it's it's that's what makes it really awful. But at the same time, you know, his point was it was it was sexual misconduct. Like it was a very inappropriate thing that he did. But it's not right. it's not rape. You know, it's not he didn't he didn't assault anybody. But it's treated no. like in the exact same way. Like it's the same level of like outrage and and destruction that comes with it you know and i i felt like his apology was pretty solid and and clunk i think you and i were talking about this earlier like there's there's weird circumstances that surround it and and the fact that like even in the, the explanation of what went on like he asked like hey uh <clears throat> mind if i jerk off right quick you know is that, right. is that cool? Yeah. Mind if I get okay, my dick cool. out? I think he said. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's gross. It's it, okay. it's gross. Yeah. But what makes it what makes it wrong is <clears throat> the fact that he did have like such a degree of influence over those people. But still, it's and, it's a lot different than Harvey Weinstein, like, you know. Saying, I'm going to blackball you if you don't do this. Right. Right. But but that's the thing. Like, the issue that I, I kind of brought up talking about this in a different scenario was it's a traumatic event. It's a life-changing event. And I will never say anything other than that. You know, there's there's no walking away from that thinking that everything's fine everything's going to go back to normal because it's a very like life-changing event to be put in that scenario but 
if that is such a big scenario and I'm looking at this from a perspective that's super far away because nothing like this has ever happened to me, but why wouldn't it be an immediate response? You know, why, why is there a, a one year, a five year, a 10 year gap when saying, Hey, this ruined my life. Well, I think it's, it's ruined well, my life for 10 years. I think it's years. exactly for that reason, because it's an influential person that, you know, it's your word against theirs. And I think like this is the first time we've had like a climate where, you know, people would give you the, the, the benefit of the doubt, you know, as, think, as the accuser. Right. I think, I think, I think that's fa- it's like that's safe. Banding, that's fair. banding together. And finally they have a platform. Okay. They feel like it's not going to get brushed under the rug. I think that's for, for all the people that, you know, legitimately were abused or had weird things happen to them. I think they can finally, uh, they see so many people do it. They can finally talk about it too. Right. I hope that's, that's my guess. Case. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know either. And that, that's, what's weird to me because like, if like, I, I have a tendency to, to like hyperanalyze as things happen to me. So it's like, if someone cuts me off in a car, I'm like, dude, I want that fucking dude dead. I want to pit them off the road. I want to crush them with my truck. I want to do everything I can to make their life miserable. And that's like my immediate thought. I don't care who the fuck's in. And if, if that event had such an effect on me immediately, I want, I don't, I don't care if I'm in the wrong. I want the world to know my perspective. Right. But again, this is me coming from, you know, a thousand miles away from, from what these people experience because I've never been in that situation, but that that's my only like weird little head turn to this whole thing is like, how, how can you, how can you live with that type of information, that type of impact on your life for 10 years, five years, one year, 10 minutes without getting it out there because i think because it's it's humiliating and the fear of not being believed is is overwhelming i think and that's not just in this sort of thing i mean that's any abuse victim kind of grapples with that you know well plus there's a whole uh think about say someone like even like louis ck if you speak out against that person and make claims you're going to get attacked by millions of people who are his fans yeah, which yeah. I'm sure happened right off the bat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. a lot of those, a lot of, you know, I know at least one or two of his accusers, like, they've been talking about this for a while. They just have not, like, done so publicly. Like, they've, 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 like, there's been whispers about it, like, on podcasts and stuff like that, but nobody wants to, like, assign their name to the accusation, you know? Which, uh, man, the, this is this is a weird segue, but I think it kind of relates. I fucking hate the internet for giving voice to the anonymous. To the mobs. Yeah, because uh, it was about like a year ago, maybe 
maybe two years ago now. I don't, I don't fucking remember, but, uh, my friend Missy, one of, uh, her brother's, her brother's girlfriend or whatever came up missing. Like she's gone. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Danielle, no one's seen her since. Um, which is super horrible. And there's been all these search efforts and posters up everywhere. And a lot of people banding together, hoping to find her and and anyone coming forward. And there's people that are suspect, but they're cleared and you know, all this other shit that's going on really horrible situation. But, uh, Missy just posted like this new, um, new article that was posted by the Detroit free press like a day or two about the whole situation. And it actually talks to some of Danielle's friends, like some of the people that she was closest with growing up, some of the people that would, you know, give some, some, uh, personal highlights to who the person was. Right. So there's all these excerpts on like, Oh, you know, she was always talking. She was life of the party. She was always making you a drink. She was always laughing. All this stuff, blah blah blah. All this stuff. So this big, huge ass article, and at the very bottom, you start to read the fucking comments. And it's the comments from all these people that are just reading this article and giving their retorts on on their perspective of the situation. And I mean, the very first one that I read was like someone who claimed that she worked with her and said that she was too flirty and she was warned about being too nice to people and, you know, she dressed provocatively and all this other stuff. And I'm like, man, don't, you know, this is a bad fucking situation. Why would you say that? Yeah, people are trying to give, like, you know, a little bit of hope to a bad scenario. And you come in with like, oh well, I warned her she was being too nice to the help. Like what? Fuck you. Right. Yeah. Screw and, you. Get out of here. Like why? Why try to like soil someone's reputation after they're they're probably gone forever? Yeah. Especially with something so ridiculous. Like oh, I'm not saying she had it coming, but yeah. Like, get out. And, and that's uh, man, I I hate the internet just for that reason. And it's it's not only like this close to home situation like Danielle, but it's also like these these big ones like Louis C.K. You know, if if someone would have put on like their own personal blog or their Facebook something that happened to them, like if they were abused in some way, shape or form and they they actually listed out the accuser. You know, how many of those anonymous people would say these things like, oh, well, maybe you were dressed too slutty. Maybe you were asking for it. Yeah, like you're going to face tons of backlash. (laughs) Yeah. There's almost no way to avoid comments like that, especially if you're a girl. Like if you're a girl and you're in the public spectrum, like people are going to say disgusting, mean things to you just to try to just to try to initiate some sort of a conversation. Like, April and her friends, you know, on their pages and stuff, people come on there and just say, like, just super mean things just to try to get some sort of a response out of them. Yeah. Like, it just, it sucks. It does. <laughs> like, the, the, 
I, I love the internet for every funny thing it provides to me, but like there is a complete other side that is making the absolute worst out of humanity. Right. It's, it's, it's there's, it's a, uh, it's a give and take sort of situation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know how we got to this point. It's supposed to be a funny podcast about you getting <laughs> shit faced. This is not puking all over. It started funny because Chubbs puked all over and took his pants off every time he entered the hotel room. Let's let's wander back to that. That was funny. I feel like that was a, a that's a good conversation though. Like I think that's valid takes on on those issues, and I feel like everybody's thinking about that stuff right now, and all of us are kind of like wondering, you know, what. Where's the middle ground in all this? Yeah. So well, it's it's just like Ian said, just like we've all said on previous podcasts, like uh, the the media acts and and people react way too fast for the amount of information that we get. So the media makes their money, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> just pitting people against each other. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And and printing information before they know shit and I don't know fuck them it is media fuck them yeah it's a it's a fucking shit show I'll give you that um so on to lighter notes Ian has officially selected a motorcycle for next year yes I have I am in love with the Z1000 the 2014, if my memory yeah. serves me correct. 2014 and up, but I really like the 2014 a lot. That's a that's a muscly bike. Yeah, it is. It's a heavy bike, but it's got lots of power. Yeah, heavy might not be such a bad thing, though. I mean, you get the power, but then it's also, like, probably <laughs> pretty smooth from the human going plumb down. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of power, but very stable. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Thank Uh you. Thank you for your take, sir. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, fellas. I got to take off. Yeah, I got to go. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining in, folks. Get us to 5,000 plays. Yeah, and uh, meet us next year in Vegas. For SEMA, because we will be there. We'll just pack as many people into the room as possible. Hopefully a better room. (laughs) 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 But uh, it was a great time. Ian, Casey, I love you both. It was a great time. Couldn't ask for two better friends. Chubbs, I know you had your your public... display of love for your friends I'll do the same thing you guys are great I couldn't ask for two better friends and uh yeah that's the real tea I agree I love you too I love you guys too alright you guys have a good night this is 3OT out bye bye bye